Are you ready? Hey, think you can tell us what to do? You think you can tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? Well, you better get ready. Bow to the masters. Good everybody, it's your boy Odemdel. Welcome back to another Smart Mentality Podcast. We're keeping this ball rolling, you know what I'm saying. Can't stop, won't stop like Diddy. Uh, <laughs> I'm here with my man JD. What's happening, dog? Yeah, a whole lot of shit happened this week, son. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. I had no idea, but like when I, when we came there to recap and get some show notes, we were like, holy crap, like. A lot yeah. happened in this week, so so there's definitely a lot to talk about. The funniest part was because uh, I was laughing when I was reading, like you know, uh, JD usually do the uh, the itinerary, and he sent it, and I'm like, nigga, like you, you know, you know, you just you just gonna forget money in the bank, like <laughs> yeah, like dude, I, like, it feels like it happened so long ago, like that's how many things happened. Like I was like, no, we we covered that with Ben, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> shout out to Ben, by the way. That episode was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout but, out to um, Ben. We appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, like I totally, I totally spaced on all of the, like the well, the fact that Money in the Bank just happened. So we got to recap that. But um, we'll we'll get to that. But you know, we have some some news we wanted to get to first because yeah. uh, definitely like one of the first things we want to mention offhand is uh, rest in peace to Vader. Um, because hold on one second. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so uh, rest in peace to Vader. Uh, he passed away, I believe, on Monday. They didn't announce it until Wednesday. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, but I know for I know he's been having heart problems for for a long time. Yeah, yeah. They had, they had gave him like two years or something to live. And I, mm-hmm. and I think it was two years since they told him that. I, um, yeah, it's about a year and change. Like, yeah. I, I think, what didn't they say it was pneumonia that he just had? Which was like, you know, just put extra stress on his on his body. Yeah, that's probably what it was. Yeah, I, just, I, I, didn't, I didn't read into it because I was like, oh, man, that's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's super sad. But um, either way, like, you know, Vader, he's definitely like one of the, the more underappreciated talents in WWE in particular. Mm-hmm. Like, he... You know, he built up a lot, a huge reputation outside of WWE, but he was like one of those people that once he moved to WWE, he kind of got the short end of the stick. But, you know, he, you know, a lot of people credited him as being one of the best big men in the business because, you know, he's, you know, fast, agile, but strong. And, you know, he had a cool gimmick that, you know, kids thought was cool as well. So, you know, he and, and he was on Boy Meets World. Yeah, he was. Yeah, that was dope. <laughs> I totally forgot about that too because I definitely watched that as a kid. But that was before, like, I was heavy wrestling. But yeah, that was funny to see. Um, yeah, because I, I mean, I, I watched, I watched the, uh, I watched wrestling back then. You know, me and my brother, we was heavily into it. But you know, I didn't know to like, you know, probably up until like five years ago, he did so much shit outside of WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I I didn't know that you know. It yeah, was, it's a testament was... to you know how he managed to cross over, which is you know that doesn't happen to a lot of wrestlers nowadays. So if you put that in perspective, you, ever, kind of... you ever seen when his eye got uh, poked out? Yeah, and, and he, he popped it back in. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, ooh. 
Uh, happened in Japan, right? Yeah, I think so. Ooh. Oh, damn. Yeah, that's gnarly. So. Uh, uh, I, I, I don't know why I'd be blowing that up. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got two. Anyway, rest in peace to Vader. Yeah. Definitely. You know, sad and sad. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to shout him out on the um, on Raw and SmackDown this coming week because, yeah. uh, you know, obviously it happened after the taping. So, anyway. Uh, next to like to, to transition to another death, the career of Big Cass in WWE. Yeah, that's uh, what a fucking tragedy! Yo. Like that, like that. That's what I keep thinking about because you were there, mm-hmm. and I was there. We like I, I like we we saw the the rise of Enzo and Cass, right? Uh, I, and I we, remember my my brother when he first got the uh, WWE Network. He started watching uh-huh. NXT. Me and my cousin, uh, me Stevie, me and Stevie, we was at we was at my room like chilling. We was watching something I forgot, and and Kenny comes in. He's like, "Yo, y'all gotta watch this, right?" He wanted to show us. Uh, he wanted to show us something, but as he was fast forwarding it, um, as he was fast forwarding it, um, Enzo and Cass came up. And, and they were just doing that whole little spill. And we was like, yo, who are these two little dweebs? Like, you know what I mean? Like, but, yeah, we, exactly. but we instantly fell in love with them because it was funny as hell. You know? It's like, oh, you're yeah. stunned like you're Arnold. So I said, <laughs> hey, Arnold, better be afraid to leave the stupid. I forgot, I forgot yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. what it was. Like, mm-hmm. it's crazy because, like, I, I, think, I think the first episode of NXT I ever watched or one of the first episodes was where – he had a hair like Enzo had a hair match with that other dude who he, he like he cut his hair and then after that he became crazy like remember that that dude that was in NXT for a while that came out and he had no theme song and he looked crazy and he got released like he got released like a year or two ago but I forgot what his name was because he he was a, he was a scrub he was nobody mm-hmm. and he had like a weird name but he used to come out to like no theme song and he he was the guy faced Enzo in a hair match. But regardless, that's yeah. that's besides the point. Besides the point is that like the, the point is like the, these two dudes were incredibly over. Like they had yeah. like an attitude era I vibe the, about I got the merch, I got all that stuff, man. It's just oh god. Yeah. And it's like we, we were there in Brooklyn. Like we, yeah. we you know we saw it that, at was, its that was the main I wore a shirt in Brooklyn. Yeah. I wore a shirt. Yeah. I wore a soft shirt. I, that was the main thing I wanted to see was Enzo and Cash, and then they brought out blue pants and all that stuff. Yeah, that oh man, that was hype. Yeah, but um, oh, man. either way, so Enzo, as you know, left, you know, got fired because of his whole situation, and now he's doing his whole struggling rap career thing. <laughs> but then, so so basically, at Money in the Bank, you know, well, you know, we don't really need to talk about this later, but uh, he had his match with Daniel Bryan, and it seems like that was his last match. Um, and there, there was, there's been a lot of discourse around big cast in general mm-hmm. leading up to this point. Um, it, it has come out that like a lot, uh, you know, allegedly there's just been a lot of issues with him backstage with him. Um, like it, it's kind of started with that whole segment where he went off script and he beat up the midget that was supposed to be Daniel Bryan. Like he, he pretty much thought that he would get more heat if he, beat up the midget but vince told him no just kick him once and then Cass took it in his own hands and you know 
disobeyed orders and you know it's weird because like you hear a lot of 90 you know attitude era stars saying you kind of have to take the ball and run with it and show you know vince that you know what's up but this was one of those cases where it did not work out for him because apparently it got him a lot of heat which is why daniel and Bryan it, and it be- was trash too like it wasn't even yeah, like a yeah. good segment it was trash <laughs> it, yeah it was it was bad <laughs> and um Allegedly, there was a case where they were while they were overseas, the um, big cast got like locked in a bathroom, and he thought he was getting ribbed. And then he, you know, people were trying to tell him, "Hey, look, you're you're stuck in there. The, the lock's broken. We're trying to fix it." And he got really angry, and then he kicked the door open. And then everybody else who had to use the bathroom on that trip had to use the bathroom with an open door, so they were tight at him. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard that. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I don't know if there was anything else that I came heard, out of. I heard something happened with him and Carmelo. Like some somebody mentioned this that um, apparently like he he like got physical with her or some shit. Or like oh, he wow. like grabbed her arm or some shit. I don't. know. It probably wasn't nothing, but they said yeah. like he grabbed her arm or some shit like that. Some other. I don't know. But anyways, but yeah, he he's he big cast is going. So who would have thunk? Or is that even a word? Thunk. Yeah, well, who'd have thunk it? Like, <laughs> who'd have thunk? Yeah. <laughs> that, that out of Big Cass, Enzo, and Carmella, that the one that'd be on top is Carmella. Yeah, I never would have thought that. Because, like, I, I remember the episode of NXT where Carmella got her first match and they were trying to train her and stuff. And I was like, whatever. She's just going to be, like, you know, the manager that can have her matches every now and then. Mm-hmm. But now she's on top. And, you know, like... You know, uh, you know, you could complain about certain aspects of Carmella. She's not the great in the ring, whatever. But she's a good personality. She does her thing. So, you know, she she's kind of earned her place to, you know, more so than Enzo and Cass did. But, you know, that's a tragedy. You know, I hate to see a good act go down like that. But, uh, you know, WWE is kind of overcrowded, and I didn't really see a ceiling for Big Cass by himself anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Uh, Oh yeah, and they didn't even future endeavor him, so that was disrespectful. Yeah, yeah they didn't. They didn't even say so, uh, future endeavors. So yeah, so uh, unfortunately for him. But anyway, uh, on to the next piece. Uh, so there's a couple of injuries. A couple of people are going to be out for a while, and pretty pretty much uh, like the the more minor one, Charlotte. She's going to be out because she has to get that that breast surgery finally. Like I, I forgot that this was even a thing, but remember how like. She had that ruptured implant. Allegedly, she's been wrestling with it, you know, messed up this whole time because, like, there's, you know, just been matches coming up. And I guess they wanted to get money in the bank under their belt. But, um, yeah, now she's apparently she's going to get the surgery and she's going to be out until SummerSlam. So it's not going to be that long. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I, I, I'm kind of fine with it because, you know, now you, you get a chance to see other people do their thing and, Clearly, you know, they got Asuka, they got, um, you know, the Iconics, got Becky, you know, they'll, they'll be fine. Um, and then I'll, also, I would say more shock, or not shockingly, but more devastatingly is Sami Zayn. Yeah. Because uh, Sami Zayn has been wrestling injured with what he thought was one injured L- arm, but it was actually two. Both of his elbow or shoulders, sorry, yeah, both of his happened? shoulders are injured. 
Uh, I I don't know. I it, it might have just been lingering injuries. Like it might have just been like, you know, he he tweaked it once and you know was wrestling with it hurt and then you know it, it might have just like been a whole bunch of like small injuries that added up to something big. Like I I couldn't tell. I I didn't know because you know. He, he he does a really good job of kind of like feigning injury or whatever, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. So he's gonna be out for the rest of the year, and he said he might might be back for next WrestleMania. So that's pretty devastating. Damn. And I, I think it's even worse considering the feud he just came out of. Like I, I feel like you know if they if they wrote him out in that well, you know if he had a better feud to go out on, it would be. Uh, you know, I, I guess that to be honest, actually, no, I, I should take that back. Like him going out on a bad feud, it might be better for him because then he could come back hot, hopefully. Um, you know, I, I just hope that backstage they don't think that Sami Zayn is like injury prone mm-hmm. and that he he's, you know, worthy of having a high profile feud because, you know, this is like the second high profile or oh, second major injury he's had. You know, the first was in and. No, actually, no. The first time was when he threw out his arm right when he got called up, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's yeah, this. He, he got hurt like right away or something. Yeah, it was weird. Um, so, yeah, that sucks. I mean, yeah, I hate to see someone like Sami Zayn go out for that long. But, again, like we yeah. said, like, honestly, the roster is, like, super stacked right now. Yeah. And they, don't, they have a lot of people they don't know what to do with. So, hopefully – him being off the table means they, that they can like the ship. And they got away from him and Sami Zayn. I mean, him and Sami Zayn. Him and uh, Bobby Lashley, thank God. You yeah. Know? But uh, yeah. it's sad to see that, you know, he had to get injured for that shit to end. Uh, exactly. <laughs> but um, what's his name? Dean. When the hell is Dean coming back? Speaking of injuries. I, I heard he's coming back soon. I know Dean's supposed to come back soon and Jason Jordan's supposed to come back soon. But... um. I, I don't know what the thing is on Dean, but I think that they're saying that they might want to bring him back heel. So maybe they're just waiting for the right moment where Roman or Seth does something, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of bizarre. But whatever, we'll 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 get our you know. Well, Dean Ambrose will probably come back soon, surprise people. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll hold him to SummerSlam, um, you know, just to have a moment. But um. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. You, you said, got some return. You said Jason Jordan is coming back too, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I thought think his injury I, was supposed to be like back. forever. Like I thought he had a really bad injury. What happened? I, I don't know. Like he he got like after he went off TV, it, it kind of fell off the radar. But I'm pretty sure it was Wait, just like a show, been like out? a surgery. A few months. I think he's been out out since like March, maybe like February, March. Okay. I don't know. Okay, but okay, um, okay, okay. yeah, it, it wasn't anything like super devastating. It was more like just the you know you had to get surgery and let it heal and get his motion back and stuff. But he, I think he's good now. Okay, okay, that's cool. Yeah, so you know we'll see what they do with that. I mean, now that uh, Gable's on Raw, maybe they can. Yeah, hopefully that works out. Um, like, and they might as well because Raw's tag team division is kind of yeah. It's kinda, like it's like I don't know, man. It's like non-existent. Yeah. Even though know, there was it's some like, funny shit that happened. And, you know, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. It was some funny shit. Uh <laughs> yeah. but um 
the the last thing I wanted to bring up, uh, you know, and we, you know, I don't really have much to say about the UK tournament yet because I honestly yeah. I haven't had a chance to watch any of it. I don't think I don't um, think they put it out. They keep like like I, I think today I think to, yeah. I think today they aired some of it. Did I think they? today they aired. Because yeah, I thought it was like, gonna air it last. I mean, earlier this week, and then I thought it was gonna air it like the week before. Like, what the hell? What are y'all airing? Like, what? Yeah, <laughs> I remember they was talking about like, the download festival, and I was like, okay, where's that footage? And then you know, then it was like, oh, we're doing it at such and such hall. Okay, where's that footage? And then it was like, oh, the champions fighting at Takeover Chicago. I'm like, okay, where was that footage? Like, I don't know, man. I, I'm just confused as hell. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe like, I wasn't the, the paying whole... attention correctly because I, I seem lost right now. Yeah, like I, no, I, I'm gonna just chalk it up to them kind of poorly handling this whole tournament situation, mm-hmm. and they put it in a really busy time that makes it worse to you know harder to keep up with. But like I saw, the, I saw WWE streaming something that had to do with it today, so I'm gonna assume that they well, were airing. The last tournament bit. was live, right? Yeah. Year? I believe so. I watched that shit. Or like they, they did it live and then they had it on the network. So I, I'm pretty sure if you go on the network, it should be there now. But it's, um, it's still there. I mean, I wa- I watched it. I'm just saying. Like, I think I watched. If it was live, I watched it live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I, I think it was. Cause I remember waking up Saturday watching that shit. Yeah, it was like early in the morning or something, like eight o'clock or something. Well, whatever. But uh, basically, at at the uh, tapings. They announced that there's going to be NXT UK, um, which, you know, obviously is an NXT, you know, a UK uh, division of NXT probably going to be, you know, just I don't know if it's only going to air there or if it's going to air here as well. Um, but, you know, clearly it's going to get in, in touch with a lot of the UK talent, and, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, there's been a lot of uh, opinions about whether this is necessary or whether this is good for WWE because mm-hmm. – Basically, WWE already has like 10,000 shows they want you to watch between all of their original content on the network mm-hmm. and all their movies and all their specials. And then you have like four or five wrestling shows a week plus pay-per-views. So adding this extra show is just like, well, I mean, that sounds cool if you're going to focus on the UK division, you know, but am I going to ever watch it like i could barely fit in 205 live as it is and i want to watch that you know mm-hmm. so like well, what, what do you I think, think about i think having the option is dope I'm yeah cool yeah the, the option's cool i'm yeah. cool with that because like, i mean i don't even watch i mean i'll uh i don't i don't watch 100 percent of everything these days mm-hmm. like you know like i'll watch like because this week i got home late so i didn't catch smackdown all the way um I got it recorded. I was just debating if I want to sit through it all and shit. You know what I mean? I, <laughs> I watched the end. The end was great. Um, yeah. Same thing with Raw. Raw mainly, you know, three hours. I'm like, damn, do I really want to watch that? Yes. So, you know, I, I'll go check out the condensed versions of it on Hulu or maybe somewhere on YouTube. Hopefully no one's listening. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go to YouTube and watch <laughs> a condensed 30-minute version of it. Um, yeah. Yo, Dada, Dada, sometimes when I miss Raw, I just yeah. watch like ups and downs or like, you know, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, that'll yeah. be my recap for the week. <laughs> yeah, for real, man. You know, like sometimes if I'm not watching it live, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like it's even, okay, here's the thing, like with basketball and football games, right? If I don't catch it live, I won't watch it at all. 
Like, I just yeah. can't do it. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, I'm sort of like that. Even though um, wrestling is more storyline driven, I still feel the same way. Like, if I don't catch it live, then I probably won't watch it. That's, and that's yeah, kind of like, how I got away from some shows that I usually watch, like Flash and Arrow, you know, off topic. Uh, you know, exactly. Yeah. No, nah, no, nah, I'm with you on that, though. Like, usually if, if I get home from Raw and, oh, and Raw's on and it's only like a half hour left, I'll like watch the main out main event live and then I'll like fast forward through the rest. And if they like, if I see a good match, then I, I might watch it. But you know, like I, I don't need to sit there and watch the whole thing all the time. But like, uh, like the, the alternative you brought up is interesting though, because if you think about it, NXT is an hour, 205 is an hour. And the, this NXT UK is kind of an hour, right? Mm. Like, if you are a WWE fan, but you're you're not into Raw anymore, you know you're not you might not, not be into SmackDown either. But you have three hours of a lot more focused wrestling that you might actually be into. Yeah. So it's like they, it's like they created a lane for the for the smart who just wants to watch like good wrestling with better stories. And or, you know, for the most part. Like, over it, like, you know, obviously he is going to be over it, you know what I mean? I'm positive it's going to be great. With Pete Dunne as, like, the champion and all this and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm positive it's going to be great. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's just, it's like, you know, I have it there if I want to check it out. And I, and I probably will. I probably will start checking it out. Like, uh, the, like, yeah. like that's the thing. You know that you're going to want to watch it because yeah. there's probably going to be ill matches on there. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, I'm a fan of enough of those people now. Like, after seeing their work for so long, like, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to want to check it out. But, um, you know, now I'm asking the question, like, do I stop watching Raw? Like, or do I, do I just watch the short versions of Raw now? Or, you know... Like what about you know like how do I balance wrestling into my equation now? But one, one thing you know, I we'll like is that they they still have those working agreements with like all those other companies and all this and that, and I even mm-hmm. even here like some of the U.S. based companies they have you know agreements with like Evolve and all this and that, but um over there it's, it's a few more, so I want to see how if they incorporate them shows into it also because I know there was talks yeah, of like broadcasting like some like uh progress shows and and all that stuff on on the network so i'm mm-hmm. i want to know what's going to come out of that you know what else are they going to do so yeah i'm kind of i'm 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 sure i'm sure we'll see like the have you heard anything about like I, I heard a lot of people or wrestling fans a couple of wrestlers even complaining about how ever since the you wrestling scene kind of blew up you know especially with their wwe contracts and stuff that the work rate hasn't been as desirable over there and like they, they've like they've been getting lazier or like they've been becoming spot monkeys like like i've been hearing a lot of people complaining about the quality of european wrestling in the last few months and basically saying that they're just trying to get the attention of wwe as opposed to you know working the way that they were working before they cared, really. But um, though I mean, like, like this, this is you know I don't know how true these these reports are because like this is just stuff I see on Twitter or you know also like people in Overslam might comment about it and I'll just kind of glance it. So if anyone has like information about that, 
um, I'd be interested to hear. But yeah, I, I, I haven't heard that. kind of like a distinction, just like, that. yeah, like, you know, that that's something I have to look into at least. But but that's also the thing, gonna, like, I don't, I don't really pay attention to a lot of those UK guys unless they're on WWE or like in New Japan. You know, like, we're, uh-huh. we're Osprey's from the UK, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah, so like you know, those like I pay attention to those guys who are put in front of me, so it's like it's hard for me to go out and find stuff. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. if if the stuff that I'm actually paying attention to and those guys are there, then you know, like there's, there's a lot of guys I was in the tournament last year that I wanted to see more of, but they just haven't been on NXT or anything. So now that we yeah. have NXT UK, I can see those guys. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like especially like like somebody like Wolfgang. I love Wolfgang. You know, yeah, I, Wolfgang you know, is dope. Yeah. I love but him. I think he was hurt recently though. Oh, so. Okay, okay, that makes sense, man. But yeah, so yeah, but I, I, I would like to see a lot of those guys again. So you know, oh man. Yep. But um, um, uh, like quick, quick, like while while we're talking about that, I did want to kind of quickly bring up that they said May Young Classic is coming back, so that's another thing that's going to be happening too. Mm -hmm. But um, anyway, so we we still got a lot to talk about. Do you want to jump into the quick Money in the Bank recap and and takeover? Like you want to talk about takeover first? Yeah, 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 we can. All right. What 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 did you think about uh takeover? Um, Takeover Chicago. I'm, I'm gonna just go out and just throw this out there. I, I fucking love Velveteen Dream. And yeah. Ricochet. Yo, them, that was amazing. That was dope. That match was so ill. Yeah. <laughs> like, right, like you knew yeah. it was gonna be dope right from the intro. Duh. Because... Well, well, we because we was out to eat, right? We went out to eat, and somebody posted a, a picture of uh, Velveteen Dream's entrance. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, "Yo, this shit about to be fire." Yeah. I was like, I, was like, I already know. <laughs> I was dying. I was like, what this dude come out looking like Hulk Hogan? Yeah. And what you know what I didn't realize like I should have I should have paid attention to this detail. Mm -hmm. But like they were purposefully trying to recreate the Hogan Rock situation. Yeah, that was dope. And I like I don't know why I didn't think about that, but they totally did because like they did the whole look. I saw it on Instagram and I was like, oh shit, they did do that. Yeah. I was like yeah, obviously, and then like Ricochet, he's a huge Rock fan. He yeah. got the Rock seal of approval. Dream probably knew that, did so they're uh, like, let's work that into the match. Like, did you this dude his, is did smart. You, did you peep his tights? Uh, I did, but I don't remember what was on them. That's okay. The tights Velveteen Dream had on was Ricochet tights as Prince Puma. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yo, that dude is amazing, man. That dude yeah, is amazing. Man. Like, cause you know, like throughout throughout all his takeover matches, he airbrushed like his opponents on his tights, right? So mm-hmm. this time it was like, okay, what's he gonna airbrush this time? You know, see how he got, he just wore his tights. Like, <laughs> so that was amazing, man. This dude, this dude is great. This dude oh, is great, man. man. He's but, gonna, yeah, man, he, is he really great. is. Yeah. No, but I have to tell you though, I have beef with Dave Meltzer right now because. Uh-huh. I was listening to Dave Meltzer talk about how, uh, like, because this video just popped up in my recommendations, and Dave Meltzer was talking about how, like, uh, WWE's developmental is, like, the the guys they're trying to build from the ground up. 
are outshined by the indie guys they keep signing. So like the Adam Coles and the Alistair Blacks and the you know. I was thinking about people. that the other day, and and I don't agree because I'm, I'm go ahead, go ahead, go. But but basically, he said that like the the topic of Velveteen Dream came up, yeah. and. He was like, well, Velveteen Dream, he thinks, is overrated. And I was like, what? Like, what the fuck is he talking about? So, but basically his point, and I like the the reason why I can't 100% discredit Dave Meltzer is because he said that he saw a house show match with Velveteen Dream versus Tino Sabatelli, and it was awful. And he said that Velveteen Dream, when he's put in the ring with another person that is also excellent Mm -hmm. it makes velveteen dream look a hundred times better than he actually is and i was like well on nxt tv it's been working to his advantage 100 percent. if that's the case right Mm -hmm. but regardless like i don't know how long ago that match happened because like tino sabatelli hasn't been having singles matches in like a long time since ever since he tag team with that other dude so that could have been like mm-hmm. he was still brand new and when Valentine, you know when he was still patrick clark yeah but um other than that like i don't know it's just hard to it's hard to say definitively because mm-hmm. we've only seen him in the ring with people that we they consider to be top tier talent. So Cassius Ono, Ricochet, and now, now when Alistair. he says indie guys, like what is, what does he mean? Does he mean like the like he, the, he the top indie guys stars? That, because like yeah I'll, yeah I'll, yeah he he's pretty much talking about like the dudes that are you know were established names before they came to NXT. Okay. Okay. Because I was thinking, I was thinking about this before, and I was, because I, I think we had a conversation before, and I was like, yo, where is like all the guys that WWE developed? And I started thinking about it, and I went through like the women's roster. They developed like just about everybody there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the women's, you know? And then like, okay, on the tag team side, just about everybody except, except, um, War Machine now. Yeah, War Machine, stuff for them. I mean, I mean, I'm talking about like on the main roster. I was looking at. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I was looking at on the main roster, and I was like, damn, what is that? who else? You know, but Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman. You know, those guys came straight up from the developmental thing. Uh-huh. But um, I mean, I don't know. I think is I think it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because like, I don't know. Because like. What was, I, what was I gonna say? Like not every like not every promotion is developing everybody that they you know all their stars like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean you can probably say New Japan did most of them, but a lot of those guys are going excursions and learn from other places too. Like with WWE, they don't exactly. everybody is learning right there at NXT or F, uh, FCW, whatever the shit was called. You know everybody's uh-huh. like they haven't had territories in a long time. You know since the nineties. And so it's like they're uh-huh. doing everything in house, whereas like um, like New Japan and Ring of Honor, I don't even know if they have a developmental brand or whatever developmental system. Um, but you know, it's like yeah, I don't know. But it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, in the case of Velveteen Dream, like I think that you know because his character is so well developed. I think that he'll be fine, at least in the NXT system. Like, WWE is a wild card, but within the um, NXT system, I think he'll be fine. And I think as he continues to improve those little things, like when, when it comes to working with mm-hmm. uh, 
less than adequate talent might get, you know, a smooth Dover. But it's hard to say because, like, if he stays a big name and he keeps working top talent, maybe you don't have to worry about that because he won't be fighting jobbers. But or not not jobbers, but you know, like uh, mid to undercarders. Um. Mm-hmm. You know, but well, you know, the time will tell. Like we can't really say right now because he's still kind of at the very beginning of his career. But I just thought, you know, I was a little triggered when Dave Meltzer said that because I. Ne- but at the same time, I never really considered it. Um, but it's still like an interesting aspect to keep keep tabs on. I feel, I feel you know, I, I feel, but you know, I, I'm like, yo, he's still he's still learning. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He's mad young, so he, he'll be <laughs> He's still learning. You know what but, I mean? Like, yeah, but that match was crazy. Like yeah. the the match was amazing. I, I would say it's one of my favorite matches on the card. Um, but the you know that you know NXT as as always, like it didn't really disappoint. Like the the first match was the the tag match that was dope. Um, Kyle O'Reilly and uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Roderick Strong, yeah, because like <laughs> I started to think of Bobby Fish's name, but I was like, no, he's injured. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Roderick Strong. They, have you been watching the Instagram them. videos? Nah, I didn't. I haven't watched them. Nah, they mad. They're just mad, stupid, yo. Like it's it's, it's sort of like a, a shorter version of being the elite. Like yeah. Adam Cole goes into that hotel rooms and then they're laying in the bed with uh robes on. They're like, yo, where did you get these robes? He was like, "Oh, Bobby sent them to us." Like, <laughs> you know, this is mad stupid, yeah. Yeah, no, nah, I need, to, I need to check that out one day. Yeah, but, nah, but um, yeah, yeah. so yeah, but the, yeah, the tag match was good. The Velveteen match was good. Um, I, I was really impressed with Shayna versus um, Nikki Cross versus what's her name, Nikki Cross. Um, because like you know, you know how I have a beef with how. Uh, women's matches can often look sloppy mm-hmm. but I felt like this match looked relatively clean um, I was a little disappointed with the finish because I didn't want Nikki Cross to just like you know she didn't tap obviously but you know I didn't want her to I don't know I just expected more of a climactic finish like I, I felt like it kind of just ended a, a little earlier maybe they didn't get as much time or something yeah. um but you know, Shayna's been cleaning up. Like you know, I, I remember at one point thinking that Shayna was like, you know, a little sloppy. But I feel like Shayna's kind of come, you know, coming into her own, and she's holding her, you know, pulling her weight, unlike somebody. But well, you know, we'll we'll, we'll talk about Ronda later because she's she's still a beast. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, uh, but we that that main event though. What do you what did you think? To uh, Champa versus Gargano. Well, I do want to shout out Alistair Black. He uh, had a Look, pretty good. You know, it's funny. Last week pass. we forgot about the championship match, and this week we forgot about it again. I did. I didn't forget. <laughs> like, okay, okay, I did forget for two seconds, but at the same time, it wasn't really important because, like, Alistair Black retained the match was fine, but that's that's not the story though. Yeah. Like, that's, that's um. So yeah, Gargano versus Champa. So, so like, what, what were your thoughts I on thought that it was match? Fine. I was hoping Champa won too, um, mm-hmm. just 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 so they can you know go one win and whatever. Um, I, I I think this was my favorite match that they had, mm-hmm. and you know what was crazy about it? Like the amount of attention that they put Yo, into yeah. the storytelling. Yeah. 
is fucking crazy. And the like, I didn't even realize this theme, but mm. it's like I, I was reading somebody talk about it afterwards. But they were like the 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 reason, like the the whole irony about the result with with Champa winning was that Gargano had already lost before the match started because he had given in to the the rage mm-hmm. that led him to that street fight in the first place, which already made him kind of like he, he was pretty much like acting irrationally. That was kind of like the story of that whole match. Mm-hmm. And you know, in his rage, like he just wanted to beat the crap out of this guy and he ended up losing because he he got caught up in himself and he pretty much ended up in that same place that Tommaso Ciampa was. So it's like he could have had his he had his like he had a storybook ending at the last match, but he had to go further mm-hmm. because he wasn't done. And then now he he ends up being the loser in the end. And this is kind of kind of crazy. Like there's some meta storytelling going on. Yeah, I, I I thought it was dope. I seen an Instagram clip, um, and somebody put like a side by side of NXT Chicago last year and this year, and everything was like beat by beat of what what Champa did to uh to Gargano last year and, and what uh, Gargano did this year, and then I was like, oh man, that's crazy. It was like, did you see it? Yeah, yeah, I did, I did. Yeah, so like I, you know, with the with you know the whole. Like that that spot off of the um into the table at the end and you know getting thrown like there's just like even certain like spots where they were just kind of like sitting down and or you know like whatever it was it was nuts like they they put so much attention into it and it's like it's kind of eerie because it's like you don't want that feud to end with a bad guy winning but at the same time like. You know now what? Like I, it's, it sounds like Tommaso Champ is going after Alistair Black next. So it's like, where does Gargano fit into this? Is, does he go off TV for a while? Is you know are they going to make a story out of that too? Like I didn't expect this to keep going, but it, it, they could keep it going if they really want to. But um, I don't know. It, it was in- it's interesting. That's all I'll say. Oh yeah, 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 man. I I, I, th- I thought it was great, man. I love NXT. But let's uh you know fast forward to the Sunday. So yeah, next next we had Money in the Bank, and uh, I thought Money in the Bank was solid. It wasn't you know there wasn't here's, any. Here's my thing: it the good stuff was really really good, and I really enjoyed yeah. it. The bad stuff was like shitty, and I was like, man, why the hell? It it was no it wasn't even a gray area bad. It was trash. You know what I mean? And I so so for example, like let, let's start with the bad then. That fucking Bobby Lashley and Sami Zayn match. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't remember any part of it. I actually no, I, I I'm not gonna lie. I I do remember Sami. I mean Bobby Lashley winning because he did two vertigo suplexes onto Sami Zayn. Man. Um. Oh god. That's whatever. I I think I pressed mute while that match was on. <laughs> Um, oh my God. yeah, that was, that was trash. Um, what else was, was kind of like, there was another match that I remember being kind of trash on there too. Like maybe it was one of the, like, I think it was Oscar versus Carmella. That was trash. It, 
it was trash, but there was a but the ending, the ending yeah, the yeah. ending was entertaining. Was, <laughs> so pretty I, much, I ain't yeah. on front. I was scared. I was like, "Yo, who the fuck is that?" And so uh, let, let me let me tell you something though. Yeah. Okay, I thought that the ending, like I hyped myself up. I started fantasy booking as this ending was happening. It was yeah. basically Oscar and Carmella having this match, and then all of a sudden, like some something comes to the side of the ring. Wearing Asuka's robes. I ain't gonna lie. I was like, yo, am I masks. saying something? <laughs> and then Asuka was looking at it like, what the, the hell? Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, this, you know, it would be crazy. I was like, what if Asuka is like seeing, is haunted by her loss at WrestleMania? <laughs> and that's what, what's gonna mess her up until she conquers herself, right? I was like, yo, this, this might be crazy. And then, <laughs> the the thing comes into the ring. I was like, yo, like this is like I, I was I was so ready for that to be the story, and then he fucking takes off the mask and it's James Ellsworth. I was like, what? Yeah. And I was like, it, it, it kind of took the wind out of my sails because like I had thought of something that in my brain was a lot more interesting at the moment, yeah. but I was still I still laughed. Like I was dying when that happened. I was like, wow. Yeah. But, I did too. Um, I did too. I was like, "What the?" I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, man. But yeah, so now James Ellsworth is back. The, like the match wasn't great, but that that ending scene was entertaining, if anything. So I'll give him points for that. Yeah. Um, but I, I would say like the, you know there there definitely were some strong suits. Um, I, I really enjoyed the women's Money in the Bank match. Like a whole bunch of people were taking crazy bumps. Mm-hmm. Like you know. Ember did this like crazy splash to Sasha on a ladder, and people were like t- taking ladder bumps left and right, and you know everybody ha- kind of had a moment and doing like I'm athletic mad, stuff. I'm mad we didn't get uh, uh, Eclipse off the ladder. Yeah, yeah, I think that would killed Ember though. So <laughs> or power. Um, but you know, I will say like the, the the only gripe I had with that match was like towards the end there was all these like moments where the woman clearly had like a minute or two to take the like the money in the bank off of the hook, but they were just like, oh well, I can't because it was, like somebody was late to with their timing or something. Mm-hmm. So that kind of killed some of the momentum towards the end of the match. But um, but basically Alexa Bliss ended up winning. Which I, you know, we were like, you know, we wanted Becky to win. We expected somebody else to win. We none of us expected Alexa to win. So, but you know, that'll come back into play later. Um, uh, the so I guess just fast forwarding the women's match between Ronda and Nia. That was a great match. Oh yeah, that I loved it, man. I was like, I, I, like, I messaged. I was like, "Yo, I'm a Ronda fan, yo." Yeah, yeah. I think, I think she, like, a lot of people who were thinking that WrestleMania was a fluke. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of those people were like, "Nah, she's the real deal after this match," mm-hmm. because, you know, granted, it, it was a special situation match where it's like, you know, you got size difference and you're kind of playing up the fact that she is not, you know, as as Nia, obviously, she's not as big. I was glad, but yeah, because I was like, "Yo, how are they gonna do this?" I was like, "I was like, are they gonna make Ronda like 
I was like, they're gonna make Ronda just like squash her because she has the MMA background, but they they played it up like how like you know basically like she's big as shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean like Nia Nia looked good in that match too. Like she yeah. did her thing and she looked powerful, but then you know when Ronda got her shit in, like it looked it looked good. It looked really good. Like that when she did the the judo flip mm-hmm. or the judo throw. I was like, oh snap! Like every every time Ronda does something, like it has yeah. like an extra umph to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Uh, we're gonna get to to more of that when we talk about Raw, but it's just like Ronda. You know, she came through and she showed up. Um, it looked like she had a chance of winning, but then uh, Alexa Bliss cashed in, mm-hmm. and then she pretty much like she came in, assaulted Ronda with the belt. Um, you know, she made sure that she was far away. Then she assault, assaulted. You know, she cat. Uh, she assaulted Nia Jax with the be- with the. Uh, case. I said belt, briefcase. Sorry. It's all good. And it's then, good. Uh, <laughs> and then she cashed in, uh, hit her DDT, I think, or she did some or sparkle splash. Twisted. And bliss. then she, it was yeah. I, I still call it the sparkles. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I'm fucking up all day. Um. But yeah, so she won the championship. So I was wondering what what you thought about this because on one hand, like I could see why like they would want Alexa to be champion again. Um, you know, she's marketable. She's mm-hmm. a good promo. She she knows how to be a good heel. Um, but do you, what, what do you what do you, what were your thoughts on um, Alexa? Yeah, I was just thinking that like maybe Alexa Bliss has like some sort of like sex tape on somebody in the back, um, <laughs> and they just keep booking her on top. You know, granted, you know she doesn't have she you know she doesn't have as many uh, championships as like everybody. You know what I mean? But it's just it's just mm-hmm. weird. Cause I'm like, okay, why her? You know what I mean? I just want to I just want to know. Yeah, like, she's like, she's a dope talker. I give her that. But I just, mm-hmm. I just be like, oh, like, she's good. and you know, she's and she's she's decent in the ring too. Like yeah. she 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 does her thing. But I was like, out of all the people and situations, like why? And my only theory, like my conspiracy theory, at least, was that Natalia was supposed to win, but Natalia was injured or had like a light injury and couldn't, you know, have the responsibility. So they gave it to Alexa so she could be a heel for Ronda. And I, you know, I thought they were gonna turn Natalia, but you know, since she was you know, hurt, but I can't really tell if Natalia's actually hurt or not. But, but they were trying to say that she was, or she just came off of an injury, and like I, I, like, I don't know. I started overthinking it, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just weird to me. I mean, we'll we'll see. Like they they made a good, you know, they made the most of it on Monday, um, but. Still, it was just one of those things where in the moment, I was like, really? Like, it, it kind of confused me. But the good, the match was good regardless. Um, then the, the other great match was the Nakamura, uh, you know, uh, AJ Styles, last man standing match. It was, it was yeah. a little bit on the slow pace side in terms of uh, the buildup. Mm-hmm. But it was satisfying, especially, like, once they started getting there, you know, yeah. getting – Major spots. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I liked it. Um, I liked the match. I thought the ending was hilarious. I thought it was, yeah. uh, you know, I was on the edge of my seat towards the end. Um, yeah, that that uh, 
that Styles Clash was OD. Yeah, I, I, I was I, scared I, as shit. I was like, yo, oh my God, he almost died. I was yeah. Like, Watch his face, please. I mean, it was clean, but it was, it's like, it you, like every time you see someone go in the Styles Clash, you're yeah. like, you remember that somebody's neck got broken when it happened. Yeah. <laughs> so you always have it in the back of your mind, but you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, what else happened? Oh, yeah. Um, the phenomenal forearm off the off the off the ring onto the, the table. Uh, to the table yeah that yeah was, that was and, dope and right before that he kicked him in the nuts so that's yeah <laughs> that was good yeah that was a good payoff for that whole thing I'm still mm-hmm. surprised AJ didn't decide not to wear it, but you know I've, I've, maybe that was too nice like that's that's an attitude thing that would have happened mm-hmm. like he would have tried and be like oh oh and then you would be like, God, kind of like just knock on the, on the cup or something, and then I don't know. But um, yeah, that was that was a dope match. Uh, and then we had the the men's Money in the Bank, which generally was pretty good. But Braun won, mm-hmm. and I feel like he didn't need it. I feel like he doesn't need the Money in the Bank to kind of establish his dominance. Yeah. And you know, I felt like it was a bad finish for that match in particular, just because, like, you know, there, there's plenty of people that are more interesting with the money in the bank than Braun, and like, it, I don't know, did, that that didn't really make any sense to me. Um, what, what did you think? Yeah, I, I didn't get it either. I didn't get it either because Braun's had multiple uh, title shots, and he's lost that- them all. And yeah, he he was even in a triple threat match where he didn't even have to pin Brock, and lost. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm just I'm just kind of confused, but I mean I'm cool. I mean I guess like I, well, I'm cool. I mean like I you like, know like because I like, like Braun, but I just didn't think it should have went to him. Yeah, I agree. Like you know I feel like SmackDown like they didn't get any of the money in the bank bank uh, situation, so it's like you know he could have given it to the Miz or. You know, something, you know, you could have made it somewhat interesting. But, mm. you know, got bronze just so they could say, you know, Michael Cole could say monster in the bank a hundred times. Um, you know, but hopefully this does mean that he'll cash in on Brock one day and win. Like, hopefully mm. that's the case. But, you know, only time will tell. But overall. I, I thought it was solid. Um, you know, it, there was some bad stuff, but there was some good stuff. Um, you know, it, it could have been a lot worse. But um, anyway, you, know, you want to get to uh, the top yeah. three? We're gonna top three for Raw and SmackDown. Um, didn't get to watch 205 or NXT yet this week, but it's been a long week. But uh, you know, we'll we'll just run down some quick stuff. So um, you want to start? Yeah. Uh, starting off, I got Rusev. Rusev, yeah, that's my dog. He finally got him a title shot. Isn't this his first? Uh, yeah, I think this is his first uh, number one contendership for the main title. That's crazy, man. Yeah, he, he's gonna lose, but you know that's crazy, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably, probably. but I mean, I'm like, I think everybody's happy for him. I think WWE made the right call. Like, for for me, in my in my opinion, even though he's not the, um. You know, he, he he's he's not necessarily the person who's going to win. Like I can't see him winning, but the fact that he's in position is good because they know he's over. They know people like him, 
and he's a great wrestler. He's going to have a great match with uh, AJ Styles eventually, I'm sure. And, you know, I'm sure that, you know, this this might just be a, a means to an end to break him up with um, Aiden English. Because um, they already did the thing where the handshake, like, Aiden English tried to diss AJ Styles. And then, you know, Rusev was kind of upset about it. Maybe they're going to have a launching pad to break up the Rusev Day stable. But um, regardless... You know, at least Rusev's getting the title shot. So you know, you, yeah, you yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm extremely happy for him, man. I'm, I'm really just see. Uh, what is, what is it? Extreme Rules. I think so. Yeah, that might be good because uh, it, it should be like it, well, there's no rules, right? <laughs> so, so, uh, so well, I mean, in an Extreme Rules match, I like. I don't know if their match will be an Extreme Rules match, but it, in the in the event that it is. Then yes, it is gonna be just you know it's a hardcore so, match. So I want to see you know what Aiden English will play into that. I know you mentioned something about a breakup. I don't want Rusev Day to break up yet. Yeah, me neither. I, I don't want it to happen, but I yeah. feel like it's it's plausible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I want I want to see what happens with that man because like I I love Rusev Day. You know, I bought the shirt. You know, if I buy a shirt, man, I love you. So it's like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if I spend money on you, man, I love you, yo. So, you know, I'm, I'm a cheap bastard, so. That's yeah, so, so who you got? Uh, what you got? All right, so for, for my number three, I'm going to start off with Braun. I mean, sorry, with Bo Dallas's impression of Bray. Funny uh, raw. as shit. I would say that's that. That's what I was getting to earlier. You know, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, like the, this segment had me laughing more than most of the stuff that I've seen on Raw lately. Yeah. Like, but but like, and the good kind of laugh, like not the this is terrible type of laugh. Like this had me genuinely laughing. Um, like so basically, um, Matt and Bray had a match against who was who was it? Re- Revival. No, because Revival faced um, nah, Roman else. and uh, what's his name, Bobby Lashley. So who did who did oh I don't remember I I, I fast forwarded through that match but basically after the match uh yeah, some you know research we I, do yeah yeah go ahead go ahead <laughs> it's not the search cast today but <laughs> uh, basically the like the the Titantron comes up and it looks like you know fake Woken Matt and it's it's uh, Curtis Axel dressed up as Matt. But then, obviously, you know, Bray and Bo are brothers. Mm-hmm. So Bo is dressed up as Bray. He does, like, the most spot-on Bray impression. And it's like, I feel like everybody's yeah. been wanting to see this happen for for such a long time. You know, and, and but it was like... like I, I think this is, like, the closest we'll ever get to seeing Bo Dallas in the Wyatt family. Yeah, totally. And this was amazing. Well, it was it was like spot. Yeah, it was too good. <laughs> it was it was really too good. Like, like I, I kind of wanted it to keep going. Like I wanted yeah. it to keep the shtick. But um, you know, it's just, it, it makes me happy that this is even happening. And it was like I'm not necessarily looking forward to their match at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I'm you know I, I'm happy for the B team because like they've been getting shit on for such a long time and for for them to actually have some entertaining going on is cool. Um, you know, so I, I wanted to give that a shout out just cause I was entertained, you know? 
yeah. All right, well, what you got next? Next, I got Ronda freaking Rousey uh, for her Monday this night. This is on my list, too, so we got oh, okay. we both can talk about right, so this. So we can share this part, man. That Monday Night Raw segment was amazing, too. That was fire. Yeah. It was probably one of the best starts to Raw in a while. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of set a un- unreasonable precedent for the rest of the show because, like, it was kind of like a decline, a steady decline after like the first forty to forty minutes to an hour. But that opening segment was amazing because, like, you, you know, you had um, who was it? it? Was Kurt who was presenting Alexa with the championship? Yeah. For for whatever reason, yeah, it's not like, like she like she like, yeah, it's not like she took it after you know the match. On Sunday. But, um, you know, so they're doing that, and then Rhonda comes out, and she's mad because she's like, oh, well, you know, you ruined my opportunity to win. And then Alexa starts talking shit about how Rhonda wasn't good enough, blah, blah, blah. And then she she pretty much called Rhonda a noob or something. Like, yeah, what did she, she say? You're the most overhyped rookie ever. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She said, you're the most overhyped rookie ever. So, she like tackles the shit out of Alexa, and then uh, Kurt comes to try to pull Ronda off, and then Ronda Udo throws Kurt, and then turns around and like falcons Alexa Dude, in the gut. No, like oh shit. shit, like that punch was oh, <laughs> like I have like that punch was one of the best WWE punches <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Yo, that was crazy. I had to watch that back like three times. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. Too. I was watching it today. <laughs> like oh she just God. said, "Wow, that punch was so ill." I I can't understate that enough. It was just. Did you see when she kicked oh, the man. ref? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She like she fucked like you know the ref tried to get her. She fucked up all the refs, and then she took all she she took the money in the bank briefcase and beat everybody's ass and. I loved it, man. And then, and then she eventually did like a what? What, what was it? She did the um, the, the fucking Kevin Nash finisher. <laughs> I don't know what the shit is called. What was it called? No, 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 no. Sorry, not Kevin Nash. Ray, uh, Razor, Razor Ramon. Razor's Edge. Razor, pretty much did <laughs> Razor's Edge into the table. But um, yeah, like Rhonda has been like she's been really winning people over, and then she, like even her promo afterwards mm-hmm. where. Like when she was like storming away, and then uh, Renee Young tried to you know get her to stop, and she was like, "Oh well, you know the next time I you know in thirty days is over for that bitch or whatever." I forgot exactly what she said, mm-hmm. but it was like they did a they did a good job handling Ronda so far. Like even though like I'm I'm kind of sus about what's up with this thirty days. Like is it that she has? Heard, a, like, I, say, I heard she like you know that movie she was shooting with Mark Wahlberg. I heard. Or another movie, probably. But I heard she has a, a she has to promote a movie or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, that could have been I, that could have been bullshit. But I don't know. Yeah, like I was hoping for like an Austin situation where they just you know they ban her, but she shows up anyway. Because I mean, Roman uh, Reigns. Did. I'm not saying yeah, Roman Reigns more recently. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I mean, but I mean, there's what there's a way to do it right and a way to do it wrong, and I feel like <laughs> yeah. Ronda would have a much better pop coming back than Roman did. Like everybody was like, come on Roman, just stay away. Yeah. But Rhonda people would be like, oh shit, Rhonda's back. 
Um, I think when he got suspended, I think they said thank you, Kurt. I don't remember. Uh, I gotta go look at the tape. <laughs> when Roman did, Roman had got suspended. Yeah, it was just a joke. yeah, yeah, yeah. Deaf people was definitely <laughs> But yeah, that was def- that was on my list too. Like that, that was a great opening segment. But um, I, I guess you know. I'll, I'll give a quick shout out to the Seth Rollins match with. Uh, yeah, that was that was my. Uh, that was my third. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'll leave it. I'll leave it alone. We'll talk about that after me. So, yeah. Last one I had my number one, or I guess my number two, was the, or I guess it could be number one, the uh, the Gauntlet match on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Um, that was incredible. Like, it, I, I think it went for like. 35 40 minutes or so mm-hmm. but um you know they've been telling they, they told a lot of stories in that one match and it kind of led up to the rusev moment that you talked about earlier but the whole match in general was just dope like it started with daniel bryan in number one spot uh, and he opened with biggie and they had an incredible match on their its own like if it was just yeah. daniel daniel bryan versus biggie already a great match he's about to die but, um he almost killed daniel yeah like, yeah they did <laughs> No, no, actually, no. It was it was Joe who almost killed Dan. That, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Okay. But um, like the the Biggie part was dope. E- either way, like Biggie, like you know, a lot a lot of people like when when people try to pick out one member of the New Day, like who's the weak link. But it's like yeah. really like there's no weak link. Like when you think about it, like all of them could talk, yeah. all of them could wrestle. You know, like it's it's crazy. Like that is one of the illest stables in the company right now. But you know, so Daniel Bryan, he, you know, he's obviously like they're playing up the underdog story. So he beats Biggie in this long, grueling match, and then you have Samoa Joe coming up next, mm-hmm. and Samoa Joe fucking does the Randy Orton like power slam, but <laughs> you know, he kind of was a little too to the ground, and he almost fucking broke Daniel Bryan's neck and scared the shit out of everybody. <laughs> but. I don't know how Daniel Bryan's feeling, but I guess he, he's feeling good enough to, you know, because pr- pretty much the story they told there was, you know, obviously Daniel Bryan wasn't going to get him down for the pin, but he was able to, like, you know, I think Samoa Joe was trying to game the system and he tried to count Daniel Bryan out because he couldn't pin him. Mm-hmm. So he was, trying to, um, he was trying to get the count out. Then Daniel Bryan got a last minute counter and was able to rush back into the ring before Samoa Joe. So he kind of like slipped past um, and, and managed to survive to the next person. And then uh, who came out next after that? Was it Miz? I think so. Uh, I think yeah. it was Miz, yeah. Yeah, so Miz came out. But then uh, as, he, as that whole thing was about to start, mm-hmm. I, like, I can't remember exactly how the sequence of events played out, but I'm pretty sure, like, I know at some point, uh, Harper and Rowan, they came yeah. and attacked Daniel Bryan. Like, before that, like, as, as the entrance for Daniel Bryan was happening, I was, about to say, it was cause right that, after. Yeah, because, like, yeah, that entrance was weird. The, the, yeah, uh, Daniel cause, Bryan, because like, he came down right like, at, uh, Yeah, 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 because, like, pretty much, like, he cut off uh, Harper and Rowan's, like, victory celebration or something. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, like they were walking up the ramp and Daniel Bryan was walking down the ramp and they both looked at him while he was coming down and he they kind of like had a share, shared like a look. So I have no idea what they're playing up here, but I mean the fact 
had history with that whole Wyatt family situation is interesting. I don't know if the Miz hired them to do it. Like, is that going to be the story or is it like, is it just like them acting on their own accord and they're going to pull Daniel Bryan into it somehow? I, I don't know. Um, but like that, you know, the, the whole storytelling that they did to build that up was cool. And, uh, but then pretty much, you know, Dan O'Brien gets eliminated and then you have, uh, the Miz in there and then he ended up having to fight Rusev, which led to that finish and it ended on a good note because Rusev won. But, um, yeah, either way, like just the, the, the whole progression without the, you know, with the storytelling, the match quality in general, mm-hmm. um, it was dope to see, um, uh, you know, you know, SmackDown, they, they've been doing a good job. Like I felt like SmackDown in general was pretty strong this week, but, um, yeah, I wanted to shout out that match. Yeah. Yeah. That was dope. And that was, that's the same match. If you don't know, it's the same match where Rusev won. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. So my last one, I have, uh, the Seth Rollins situation. Cause I'm like, Ooh, what does this mean? Yeah. So Seth Rollins, you know, he's he's a fighting champion, so he has another Intercontinental Open Challenge. And who comes out? My man Dolph, who I also like. Seth Rollins. But it's been a while since yeah. he's cared. But it's been a while yeah. since I cared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a fact. You know, I said it. Um, But it's like, so Dolph beats Seth Rollins for the Intercontinental title, you know, just to fast forward. So, so Dolph is not a new champion. Now, what is what happens with Seth from now? You know, do do, do they have a, a good square off? Because he had a great match. Well, I won't say great. He had a, he had a, he had a solid match with uh, Elias at Money in the Bank. Yeah, that was that was good. Like it was, it was pretty. That was know, really was, good. Yeah, Elias did, did everything he could to win, and Seth grabbed his tights at the end of the match. Yeah, yeah. So like, and I feel like they played up that like the karma angle. Like they didn't mm-hmm. say it out loud, but yeah, like. You could like in it seemed like that because Seth run won by rolling up the tights, and then Dolph won by rolling up the tights. So yeah. it, it, it's hard to you know I, I don't know if they're gonna talk about that next week when they address it again. But it's interesting. It'd be interesting storytelling, I guess. I don't know where it's going really. Yeah. Um, I thought that they were gonna be building to Drew. But maybe this still is building the Drew. Like maybe this is like step so, one. I about to say somebody because you know we talked about before Drew and and Sha- Drew and uh, Dolph being Shawn Michaels and Diesel, and this was this was another uh, little situation right here. You know, you got Shawn, yeah. Shawn Michaels had the championship. You know, and, and Diesel, you know, challenging for it. You know, exactly. So I mean, I, I think that's cool. I mean, I'm down for it because like I like all three dudes. I think like, it was the Intercontinental good. Championship too, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Yeah, so. I believe so. So, you know, they're just repeating history. I'm cool with it. Yeah. I mean, because, like, it gives Seth more matches, and, you know, hopefully we'll get to see Drew have a singles match soon. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it got me to care about Ziggler again, yeah. which, you know, then, as as a waning hope, Ziggler fan, I, you know. Hopefully he doesn't put the belt down again next week, you know. Hopefully he gets yeah, exactly. this belt and keeps it, yeah. you know. Maybe he, exactly. maybe like, he learned his lesson this. or not, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna hold on to this this one. We'll I'm see. Hold on to this one. Yeah. Hopefully he cares this time, you know. But regardless, yeah, I, I was I was definitely into that though. So you know, 
was a uh, but yeah that that was pretty much our top threes like there there was a lot of other stuff that happened I'm sure you know I want I wanted to check out the main event of 205 because it was a three way yeah I heard that was really good. I started I started watching it and then at the I think I was messaging you when I was watching it because was you watching <laughs> it at the same time too no, no no I didn't get to watch it yet. okay because I, I, I think you I told me about it. I was the, like yo why the fuck do they got a pet pinata it was. It was just mad. Yeah, weird. yeah, like yeah. the Lucha House Party had yeah. like this Drew Drew Gulak pinata. Yeah, but uh, hilarious because yeah, yeah, like been telling some stuff. Like I, I haven't been paying as as close attention to that yeah. this, that story, but yeah, it's been kind of building up, which is kind of funny. And Leo Rush debuts um, next week, I believe. Mm-hmm. Leo Rush on Two or Five Live, so that's that's great. That's uh, good. That's good stuff. I'm happy to see that. Hopefully he gets a W because he hasn't won yet in NXT. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he only had like what? Like two, three matches? Yeah. So yeah, well, like I'm sure like he, he seems like he's going going for the title, so at least he'll yeah. be in that in that contention for now. So, yeah, so just more good matches. That's all I care about. You got anything before we wrap it up? Uh, we have to wrap it up soon because uh, my family don't understand what I'm saying. I'm, yo, I'm recording. They, you know, now they want to blast the TV. Yeah. You, so, you know, yeah, so, same uh, here. No, no, I'm, I'm all good. <laughs> like, you know, we, we had a lot to get through. We tried yeah. to get through it as swiftly as possible. So I think we did admirably. All right, all right. So uh, do you have anything else before we... Oh, I wanted to mention this. Uh, Where the fuck is Arthur Zapane? Oh yeah, the so the pain so we have the Ronda watch and the pain watch. Oh, Sanity finally debuted. Oh yeah, okay yeah we got Sanity, <laughs> got Sanity, and you know I was happy to see them back. Was 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 Almas on this week? Almas was not on, oh, but I, I think he's going to be on next week. Okay. They're going to be do, playing up the whole Sincara thing. Yeah, hope Uh-oh. he gets into a, like a little mass situation man but we'll talk about that next week we'll talk about that next week because i got it yeah yeah but yeah yeah good stuff but yeah all right man we appreciate y'all listening to smart mentality podcast make sure y'all subscribe to the barbershop mentality uh podcast network you know we got a plethora of shows or whatever for you for different types of uh audiences and we're all ignorant on each show um (laughs) again you know as always shout out to the overslam group man i appreciate y'all Shout out to Barbershop Mentality uh, Facebook group. Y'all still some assholes. Um, but yeah, man, anything before we go? Nope, all good. All right, man. For my man's JD's Old Damn Dell Smart Mentality Podcast. Peace out. Yep.